The Agenda. Agenda one. Ah, uh, yes, Sam. Agenda number one. The Cricket World Cup team of the tournament was released overnight. Uh, and the question I pose to you, and I'll get you to run through that team, is do you reckon the ICC social media team, when they put out this little graphic, had a heavy hand on their shoulders from a few BCCI members? Potentially, potentially. So as we go through this team, uh, Quinton de Kock is the uh, he's the, the wicketkeeper as well as uh, the opening batsman. Rohit Sharma from India, named as captain. Virat Kohli, Daryl Mitchell representing the Black Caps in there. KL Rahul, Glenn Maxwell, Rinder Jadeja, uh, Jasprit Bumra, Dilshan Madhushanka, and Adam Zampa, Mohammad Shami, and Gerald Kutsia. Now. I think it's fair to say there is a strong, very strong Indian influence in there. But teams of the tournament, they've got it's it's not about every every game in a team of the tournament. I, I always take it with a grain of salt, or couldn't give a flying toss. One one of those two options of it, because it's not but it's not based on the knocks that matter, the moments in a, in a match, or those who perform in a in the final or a semi final. That doesn't take into this at all. A game against uh, the Netherlands it will mean as much as scoring runs in the World Cup final when it comes to picking this team, Brad. Mm. I, and look, you can't argue in, in some contexts, right? I mean, obviously, our first question New Zealand will ask is, where's our mate Russian? Where's Russian Ravinder? Why on earth would he not make the team mm-hmm. after scoring uh, all those centuries, performing so well? Well, if you if you put it down to uh, the, the runs scored, he could he could definitely have put himself into the uh, into the mix, but he's behind for run scored. He's behind Coley, who would be out at three. He's behind uh, Sharma and Decock, who would be the openers as well. So technically, by uh, the run scored and by averages, he doesn't put himself in in the conversation either. So what you're really saying is that rather than just looking at the straight sets, were were they the stars of the tournament? Were they the, the fines? Were they put themselves? Yes, in he that was. Scenario? <laughs> Of course he was, but yeah. he, but that's got nothing to do with a statistic-driven, cold, cold-based team like this. And if it's just done on runs and wickets taken, then there's not much argument. But there's also not much colour, flair, or interest I uh, liked, for me along the way. I like the way you're kind of heading with like who did they get their runs against? Blah blah. Rashid Ravindra's big scores in this tournament against India and pool play, uh, hundred against England. Uh, not out, and a, a huge in the hundred. First game before England was shit. Yep, and a, well. a huge hundred, a huge hundred against Australia, uh, pushing them to the wire. So three quality teams. Well, at the time, England we thought were quality that he scored his big runs from. Um, I haven't delved too deep into Kale Rahul's stats, and he did wicket keep for India. So I kind of feel it's kind of an unfair spot to put him in there. He wasn't the best wicket keeper at the tournament. Quinton de Kock was. Uh, so I kind of feel that maybe you could squeeze Ratchin in it. Um, at three and drop everyone down a spot potentially um, if you were to fit him in. He's the he's the breakout star of the tournament along with Matashanka from Sri Lanka who was really really good. If uh, you're picking an actual team though, Brad, like he wanted to play, say the uh, an the eye test team, invaded, right? Like the yeah. eye, an eye test eleven. Yep. Yeah. What, He'd be it, in it. I, I. But yeah. By the same to, by the same token, if we're being fair here, Virat Coley was the top run scorer at this World Cup. Uh, he's got the top batting average as well. So why would you have to move him from his preferred position to make room for Russian Ravinder? As would be an argument that you could argue that he, yes, he could bat at four, but you know, well, in that case, should you put Ravinder down at four? No, he didn't play there. So it's 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 a it's a messy spot. Um, but look, obviously, uh, Ravinder should be in there. It's just as far as you're asking about uh, Kyle Rahul. Uh, he scored 452 runs. That's eighth 
on the all time on the uh, the run scoring uh, and his batting average as well with that put him his batting average was third he uh, he had a batting average of uh, 75 which is behind uh, Coley was first and Kane Williamson uh, had the best uh, the second best batting average with 85 but look getting played four games you can't really put someone like that in a and a team of the tournament, tra- even though even though he was great in what he did. And Travis had two huge innings when they mattered most, and he didn't make it. Again, it's, it's based on... I totally get it, Sam. I totally get it. But, but, but an emotional Gender one. Two. Yes, indeed. Uh, sports memorabilia. Lionel Messi's 2022 World Cup collection expected to sell for more than US $10 million. Is this plain silliness or just reality of what sports memorabilia has become? It, it, it's, it's, it goes beyond sports memorabilia this is pop culture right when it comes to Lionel Messi we're not just talking about some footballer it's somebody who will be uh, discussed among the realms of greats for for our children's children's children right he'll be he'll be thrown up as a name within that context and for now you'd say he's one of the most popular successful brilliant sports people on the planet now you can argue across whatever codes as well not just talking football here people people with money like to do silly things with money so I mean geez it's like was it Logan Paul was walking around with like a bloody million dollar Pokemon card around one his of, neck? One of one. Yeah, you yeah. know, like it's yeah, people in their in their money, yeah, they can do what they like with it, but uh, fools and their money are, are easily parted. Now, of course, who wouldn't want one of Lionel Messi's World Cup jerseys hanging in the uh, in the rafters at home? But come on, man, honestly, that that is it is insane money, absolutely mm. insane money. And the thing I don't understand. Didn't didn't he swap most of his jerseys away? Like he gave his jersey away to players after a game. Like that's what that's what you do in football. Is a uh, the a great story of uh, a member of the of the Aussie side who didn't actually even play. I forget his name. Cam he didn't play in that game, but he went he up played to for him, the Knicks uh, as well. Cam it was Cam Devlin. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And uh, and he and he, uh, he went up and uh, said, uh, "How about it? Um, uh, do a jersey swap?" And he got. He got his jersey after the game. So if he's got his jersey, what the hell are people paying for? It is possible that the uh, people of this collection have contacted those players and, and got those jerseys. Um, Jacob, I'll bring you in in a sec. Cause I know you the have case. A, I that know, young man's made a, a whole lot of money for being very, very intelligent. Yeah, I know I know. J-Dog has an opinion on this. Uh, but thanks to Logan Paul, every time my son buys a Pokemon pack, he gets out, like, you get one good card in each pack, right? And he's like, Daddy, how much is this card? And I have to look up on Google and tell him how much <laughs> that card's worth. All thanks to Logan Paul because thanks, my Logan. son expects to to pull out a one-of-one million-dollar card at some point, which would make the rest of his life. Logan Paul has a lot to answer for, and that's just one of the many. I like Logan Paul. So Jake Paul, yeah, not so much. But Logan Paul I like. Uh, J-Dog, uh, I know you know you said to me today, Leo Messi, greatest soccer player of all time, um, and we're comparing it to the Jordan shirt, uh, which went for $10 million a few years ago. Yeah, 100%. I mean, if I, if I had the money... Uh, and and the space and and oh, if I had the money, I'd obviously have the space in a, in a house. <laughs> yes. uh, for, for example, like a, maybe like a pool pool uh, section of my house. Um, you know, where you play pool billiards. He's thought that. this through, Brad. He's uh, thought this through. <laughs> <laughs> it would go perfectly on there. Uh, the backdrop to my bar as well. Um, but you know, I, I agree. He's the greatest footballer of all time for me. Uh, and having like that that run that he had at the FIFA World Cup last year. Um, it goes up there with with the greatest of all time. You literally cannot compare. He was the greatest player on the pitch every single time he played for Argentina throughout that World Cup. He's the greatest player of all time. He's got the most Ballon d'Ors. 
He, he, you know, it's it's worth to me. All six jerseys are worth six times more than than ten million dollar uh, first game uh, worn jersey of the playoffs in nineteen ninety eight of Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, the greatest. Well, so you'd athlete. rather have a Messi? You're just just yeah. checking you. You'd rather have a Lionel Messi shirt yeah. up in your fictional pool room than a uh, one from Michael Jordan's all time era. I mean, you, it, you. I mean, it's literally six different jerseys compared to one. Like, you, you, it's. Mm. I don't know. Basic economics for me, but um, I do agree. Michael Jordan, greatest basketball player of all time, and I would value his jersey very highly. But Messi's higher, in my opinion. Mm. It's funny that, like, I don't know what your thought on this, Sam. Before we get to gender three, but you, because like uh, All Blacks don't have their names on the back. You know, we don't see Richie McCaw's first test jersey uh, wouldn't wouldn't go, you know, because it just have a number seven with an all black on the back. And how could you actually prove that it was? But, you know, like that's one thing I find interesting in, in rugby and rugby league is players, like in football, players' names and number on the back. But in rugby, you don't see that. So you don't really see these rugby jerseys unless you find like Colin Meads' first all black jersey from like 1950. Uh, you don't really see that in sports like rugby in New Zealand where jersey and league where jerseys go for big money apart from Jacob's flatmate who bought a, 90, a 2005 Warriors jersey for an insane amount of cash. <laughs> 2005 vintage year, vintage year for the Warriors. But the the the, the Kiwis, I know, um, do it particularly well, and, and you see league teams do it with uh, major games as well. Is every Kiwis jersey uh, and every uh, Kiwi Ferns jersey has the the game that that game that that jersey's been played on stitched into the front. Hmm. So yeah, you know, now. But as far as going back to Richie McCall's, I, I couldn't say whether they did, certainly back in the day it wasn't the case, but during the, the modern era maybe they do, and it's 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 missed me. Uh, somewhat, but obviously the big games, right? They've got the the finals, um, you know, written into the into the sleeves mm-hmm. and onto the shirt and that kind of jazz. So, yep, there are there are moments, but yep, you're right. And but you know, you could argue the same thing about a whole bunch of old football jerseys too. It's like how could, how do you know for for a fact that was say George Best or or um, how do you know that Point. this one was the exact one that Maradona uh, wore for Hand of God or whatever whatever it is, right? It's you're just kind of going to go on a little bit of authentication and, and a bit of trust and. Basically, you're buying on belief too. I, mean, I reckon. If you, if you I think re- it is, then what, what's what's the difference? I reckon the Beckham shirt that he got sent off against Argentina at the World Cup in '98 would be worth lots of money as well. Oh, yeah. Agenda three. All right, sports stars losing their rags. Dutch golfer Joost Luton, uh, just butchered that, uh, throws tantrum after making bogey. He threw his driver, landed in a tree, loses two more clubs trying to recover said driver. So off the back of that, Sam Ackerman, is it okay for sports stars to lose their shiznit? Absolutely. Of course it is. They're, they're, they're allowed to have whatever emotions they want. But, so I don't mind them, uh, as long as it never crosses into an abusive official, right? I've, I've got a zero tolerance. Even if the said official sometimes has um, been getting the call wrong, uh, it's, I'd, I'd, I know we, we, who doesn't love the McEnroe, right? Who doesn't love the McEnroe? It's pretty amazing. Uh, it's special. It's iconic. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. But then, I, when I think of abuse officials these days, I'm really thinking of that nasty stare down from uh, from Serena Williams and the and the torrent of yeah. abuse that came out of her. Yeah, that type of abuse. And when you see completely lose it at an official in a non-comical way, or so you can tell sometimes they're playing it up and having it go, well, I've just realized I'm going to get a fine, so I'm really going to, if I'm going to get a fine, I'm going to go, I'm going to make sure I go viral with it. But look, I've never, I've never been a huge, had a problem with people um, smacking their, uh, their rackets into the ground or throwing their, uh, their club into the drink. But 
That said, um, I haven't yet had to pay for a, uh, a racket of a uh, of a um, of one of my kids who's tried to emulate one of those stars. The moment they do, then it can never happen again, and they should all be banned. You should see the tantrums that Jacob throws in here. Oh my goodness! Oh, actually, I have a, I have a story about my cricket playing days where, um, yeah, yeah, a few few bits of equipment in my kit bag were broken, and my parents definitely. Uh, they haven't forgiven me. Let's, let's wow. say that um, a cricket bat might have been broken, um, and a helmet might have been broken. Well, we might we might need to take you to a bit of sports therapy um, for that one. I'm afraid. Uh, in fact, you might be a bit contender for our teamless Tuesday with, with a behaviour like that as well. The teamless Tuesday for today: team of punishers. Those punishing types of humans. They're just there's you can struggle to find a redeeming feature for. Yes, this comes off the back of Australia winning a Cricket World Cup. And I look, first nominee, and you won't not, you, there's no way you can nudge me on the team. Dave Warner's in this team. He's a punish. He's an absolute punish. Yeah, he's good. I'm not doubting his skill, but what a punish. Get those through to us on the Temper Bedpost text machine. Temporary Bedpost has a range of mattresses and adjustable bases adapt to the exact shape of your body so you can put your head and your feet up in comfort. Text us on 8833. Give us a call on 0800 150 811. And we've got a prize for the text of the day as well. You can uh, celebrate uh, Black Friday sale with Chemist Warehouse. We've got 15 balanced protein packs valued over 150 bucks to give away. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse and their friends at Balance. So get texting.